Hey guys, welcome back to the venue. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch, dude. <laughs> I'm Chris, of course. I'm Manny. Of course. We both have the same last name, of course. <laughs> we're post pod we're we're post pandemic. Post. Post quarantine. Semi quasi post. Po- we we post don't really vaccine. know what's going on. Shit, fuck it. We can go to was Disneyland and Six Flags. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, was it not real? Because everything just seems normal now. I'm just dude, like, wait, what the fuck real? happened? Dude, fucking no. traffic Traffic is back to fucking yeah, traffic's normal. traffic's back. I hate Bars that are shit. open. I hate that shit so much that the fucking traffic's normal. Fuck the traffic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what they should have done during quarantine is expedite the, the freeway expansion. You know? that, dude, that should have been a focus. They're, they're barely now doing they're, that now. Yeah, they're barely oh. doing it now, and it makes me so goddamn Why mad, now? dude. What's the I point now? Yeah, for real, That's another five-year project. When dude, it's like they, no one's on they the literally should have done it at the beginning of the fucking pandemic when they're like, no one goes out. No, and you know what yeah. makes me even more mad? That Google Maps or Apple Maps will still tell you to sit in that traffic because it's a better time than for you to go in the streets. I'd rather meanwhile, be- meanwhile, Waze is like, hey, you want to go through a gated community? <laughs> yes, I do. Here's the code. Every single time. <laughs> Here's the, code. the cops are in this corner and that. Dude, for real. Yeah, I love that. That was one integration that I fucking liked. Or Wait, their update for the like alerts? app. Yeah. yeah. Waze reminds me of uh, like old school Garmin's. Where you can like customize a voice and put whatever the fuck you want, <laughs> dude. We we had uh, no money. Your ballsack massage is ready at one p.m. from Susie Q at the thigh massage. <laughs> I don't remember. Was that a left or a right? <laughs> was it the left or right one? Like dude, no, yeah. It, my cousin. Uh, so before I bring up the story about George W. Bush, my cousin having a fucking garment. Uh, mm-hmm. We were in I need that story. San Francisco uh, about two years back uh, when Joji pretty much went from being pink guy to becoming Joji. To dancing in the dark. Oh. I, I Filthy love, Frank. No, pink guy. Because Filthy Frank was YouTube persona. Pink guy was his music persona. But it in terms of like weird, eccentric hip-hop, Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas he would develop, in a way, his own style out of it, and you know, start doing. Uh, I'm not saying hopping on the bandwagon, but the man's was pretty much saying, like, you know what? I acknowledge what's going on right now, and I really like it. I'm gonna start making music like this. Nice. So we went to go see Joji in uh, San Francisco. The the LA day it sold the fuck out like nice. that. Eighty eight rising was like, you want to buy tickets? And we're like, yeah, we want to buy tickets. Guess what? They're sold out, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So we we suffered. We drove uh, the eight hours to uh, San Francisco. Got really baked the whole way up, and uh, my bald ass tires made it through the grapevine and all that snow. It was awesome. That's it was awesome. Prius life. So slides, slides, slides. for fucking reels. So that's an adventure, dude. It was. So <laughs> we, we we had gone, and uh, this is when Eventbrite had first dropped. Mm. And if dude, I, I can't hear the word <clears throat> Eventbrite without thinking it's some kind of fucking scam teeth product. No, like a tooth oh, product. So it, for those is that it, don't, is it like for like sensitive teeth? <laughs> for those that don't know what Eventbrite is, Eventbrite is essentially a mobile ticket app. 
where your ticket is essentially on the application. That fucking day, the people at whatever shit venue we had gone to in San Francisco were like, yeah, we don't know what the fuck that is, dog. We need a physical ticket. Uninformed. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Nowhere on the fucking description does this say anything. So... It should have at least said, hey, if you go, you That's might not be able to go in because <laughs> these tickets don't exist. Thanks uh-uh. for paying, though. I, I was not, not going to argue. This is a startup. I was not going to argue with the The security man. over there literally having patches that said Eventbrite? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I was not going to argue with a man's <laughs> that was twice my fucking size. Wait, wait. Yeah. Damn. Uh, the fucking taller wider and i was like i'm scared let's go <laughs> so i'm right there next to the window and i'm watching the show and i'm just like i'm fucking my life <laughs> i'm fucking my life yeah dude I'm just, all, my life. just all sad with my beer that in I my literally hand. drove eight hours for this shit <laughs> and the fucking secu- eight hours and his seat was outside <laughs> the security guards looking at me in the snow, you said. And he's just like, <laughs> what the fuck is this man drinking? And I'm, <laughs> seltzers were just becoming popular. Why claw? So the, the typical long skinny can wasn't really pronounced. Like, oh, people saw the fucking can. They're like, oh, he's just oh drinking Red gosh. Bull. These yeah. are the Virginia Slims of fucking alcohol. Oh, fuck you. Don't do that to me. Damn. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm sitting there and I'm drinking my fucking seltzer and my Paloma because I got Ooh. two of each. Bomb. And I put it in my fucking pockets and I'm sitting there pulling them out. I'm just like, oh my, oh my. <laughs> singing all sad and shit, feeling the bass from the fucking venue. <laughs> Holding <laughs> onto the wall. <laughs> and fucking uh, Billy's like, fool, fuck it. Let's just go across the street. Let's go eat. And I'm fucking looking Dude, all Billy, sad, looking Billy back at the venue. About like, fucking food. This is some bullshit, fool. I paid, I paid $100 for these tickets. Fuck. The most I've ever spent on any fucking ticket. Hey, was that refunded or what? What the fuck happened? Fuck, fuck no, Eventbrite was, was too wait, drunk to do what? any refund. <laughs> <laughs> that is that fucked too. up. That too. See that? that uh, At so, that point, Manny didn't know what the fuck a phone was. So we go across the street. <laughs> I, young, I, young I, I eat my slice of pizza, sad, <laughs> and oh, I'm shit. drinking my other paloma, and I'm just like. I'm a fuck of my life. <laughs> I just fucked up my life. No, I was like, you think you would have done pink life if I yelled it <laughs> from outside? <laughs> pink life. <laughs> Everyone around you, what the fuck? And fucking Juan's like, well, I'm just gonna order the fucking Uber. And I was like, tight, whatever. Let's go back to let's go back to the room so we can roll blunt and then walk back down so we can go to the fucking uh, to the Fisherman's Wharf and smoke weed, cross Ooh. it from Alcatraz. It's fun. Yeah, it was pretty That's good. fucking great. It's the sea breeze, fucking Dude. seeing everything. Really San nice Fran is amazing. I was like homeless there for a few months. Yeah. Oh, no shit. I was living in a hostel and, and adventuring, meeting people. If you can, okay, so my philosophy is if you can be homeless in San Fran and not die for a couple months, you can make it anywhere. Fuck yeah, because everything's expensive as fuck. It's expensive. The tenderloin's a thing, which is skid roll on steroids. Oh. And oh yeah, uh, yeah, we we accidentally walked through there. Yeah, you'll get <laughs> everyone looked at him all sad. Up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and if you're like young and impressionable, like people try and fuck with you. I was like nineteen, twenty. I was like twenty, dude. I was like, what? Like, 
So did you hoe yourself up? Nah. <laughs> I met this man named Blackberry, dude. Let me tell you about Blackberry, bro. This is a fucking story. This I'm sorry to interrupt this Joji oh. story, but this is a, a tangent right here. So really quick before you go on. So we have Jules Calico. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> also, the after party. The after party. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So continue yeah so okay i was living in a hostel I met the owner of a hotel who like took me under his wing the fits i believe and he was like taking me around town showing me cool shit putting me on game for san fran right and he ended up like making me do odd jobs and shit so it was cool i was like all right i'm in san fran i'm feeling myself jules calico like that's when it was discovered and then I was like, the Poem Dome 2015, 14, whatever year it was. I'm all aging myself right here. But uh, it's just a, a city hall. It's like a dome, and you go recite poetry. There's a bunch of fucking people there. A poet laureate for San Fran was there. And uh, I met a fucking guy who was a poet named Blackberry. Dreaded, big fucking black dude. Super chill. But then when we all took a group pic, he started getting a little touchy, you know, like he fucking like slid his hand under my, like I was wearing like a, like a cut up punk shirt, a leftover crack shirt. And he like slid he, his hand on my back. Did you have to fit the part in San Francisco? Like so it was skin like on skin, leather, bro. Leather vest. None. No, no there was shirt. <laughs> asses, chaps. Oh, YMCA shit. <laughs> nah, bro. I was just like, whoa, dude, this is crazy. And, and I was like networking with these poets. So he had my number already. And then he calls me when I'm back at the hospital. And I remember I was just eating an apple. And I was like, hello? And he's like, yeah, it's me, Blackberry. And I was like, all right. All sensual? Yeah. And I was like, what's up, Blackberry? And he's like, yeah, I live across the uh, the ways here, across the bay. He's like, mm, like uh, I really loved your poem, right? And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm like eating my apple and shit. <laughs> he's like, well, mm, like... We really got to kick it. We got to hang out. Whatever words he was saying, he had it in his own dialect or his own diction. <laughs> he's like, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, maybe it's just friendly terms, you know, friendly fucking terms. And nah, dude, he 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 took it up a notch and he was just like, look at my dick. Nah, he was like, I, <laughs> I got to snatch you up before you disappear. And I was just like, whoa, <laughs> shit. And I was like, yeah, dude. And then I was like, all right, man, I got to go. Boop. And I remember coming back. I remember coming back. <laughs> And I was telling my fucking aunt this story, and she was just like, oh, you know what they say, the black and very the sweeter the juice. And I was like, you fucking bitch. I was like, dude, I almost got molested in San Fran. What the not fuck? if you consented. I did not consent. <laughs> that was not consent. <laughs> Abort. Help. Mom. Mom, pick me up. <laughs> we, 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 I have a term for the situation. It's called graped. Graped? Mm. When you get groped and raped. Oh, fuck. That's scary. Yeah, very scary. It sounds fun. I'm though. a little guy, dude. I'm like small, you know. I'm just like this motherfucker was huge. I was like, damn, it's fucking gonna bury me in this bay, bro. <laughs> I, I would have taken it as a compliment. I was flattered, but then I was also like, am I gonna get kidnapped? Like human traffic, you know? Yeah, because yeah, he said up a statue up before you disappear. Nah. And I'll, I, I hear that. And I'm like, oh, this, <laughs> this motherfucker going to kidnap me. Dude, and mind and you, I'm like me. 135 pounds at the time. Okay, super skinny. Okay, but he, he's a dude that's into fucking poetry and shit. Where the fuck was he going to take you? He was just going to start lathering you up he, and that's it. That's he it. said he lived skin across the bay. Yeah. Two, two places across the bay. 
You got Oakland. Oakland. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, you got the the higher end people. Uh, what is it like Berkeley? Pleasant yeah, Berkeley, and then that other with an S. What is that one that starts with an S? Shit, Slauson or something like that. I don't. I forgot. I, I biked I over ha- there across I have, the bridge. I have no fucking clue. But going to shows and everything, finding out where every no, city no, is. No, and shit. hold on, hold on. <laughs> real quick, real quick. Blackberry, that's funny as shit. Because the dude that picked us up in that Uber, that's probably him, bro. It was dude, Blackberry. <laughs> this dude, this dude had some long ass fucking dreads. It's probably fucking him, yo. Dude, long Super ass dreads. Dude, talk to him. Do you know what Jules Calico? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Lovely poems. <laughs> I couldn't snatch him up before he disappeared. <laughs> we get we get into the car. Well, it was, it was like a little SUV, whatever. We get in there, and uh, all I hear is, at the next light, make a right. And I was like, huh? On the light, make a right. Did he have I was waves? Like, huh? Yeah, it, I I realized I was like, is that Waze? <laughs> and then like it's it, dude. It, he had a reggae. No shit, that is cool. He had a reggae fucking and tone. The has got me, dude. It the the, the <laughs> shit was singing to him. That's a vibe. That was Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, your favorite song. I was like, bro, like, what the fuck is this? And like, I had enough. I was like. Hey dude, what direction app are you using? Oh, I'm using Waze. What's up the voice? <laughs> oh, you you can program it to whatever voice you want. You can do like Cookie Monster. You can do like uh, you do, dude. Hey, you, you can't wait. It's me. I will make it right. Oh, dude! dude. Imagine that one. <laughs> You fucked up. Mr. Noodle. <laughs> what does this mean? What does Mr. Noodle mean? <laughs> and then I'm sitting there and I'm like, I wonder if they have fucking George W. Bush. Oh, shit. And That's a good my, question. My cousin had this shit in his garment. All right, at the next right, you're going to have to uh, justify your uh, your turn and uh, make a left. <laughs> at the next right. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck does this even mean? My cousin's like, it's fucking funny, huh? Yeah, I get <laughs> lost all the time, but <laughs> I have fun. You see the towers, you're going to want to crash right into them, right, right into the fucking tower. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> you got to your destination. <laughs> <laughs> Destination. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Dude, for reals, it was like that. I fucking loved it. I'm shit. sitting there giggling and shit, and I, I, we're getting to the fucking uh, the motel. The man's almost ran over a group of people that was trying to cross the street. They were trying to cross the street legally. Because <laughs> the person... They're legal, right? The person that was crossing the street, this lady had the fattest ass oh, I've seen. I'm like... Well, that's why he almost ran over people. Yeah. Oh, God, oh shit. Dude, for fucking reals. And like, I noticed it. I'm like, God damn, that white lady got a fat ass. The man's literally looked from the rearview mirror, made eye contact with me, and he was just like, like didn't say shit. Subtle. It was nod. just like, yes. There was no wink. No, that ain't the fucking BlackBerry. <laughs> no, yeah, all, the all, black, all I know is that man's was like, the berry would have pulled over, bro. <laughs> Trust. Me. Come here, white woman. 
<laughs> the, the man's was flustered because he was Shit. just like. And then fucking tries to keep going, almost runs over an old dude. Oh my God. <laughs> His mind was elsewhere. I'm just like, fam. rubbernecking like a motherfucker. Dude, for oh reals, God. I'm just like, fam, we ain't going to give you three stars. We're going to give you five stars because we're already fucking drunk. <laughs> yeah, but stop trying to hit people. Fuck. <laughs> this man has a full 30 years. Fuck me. Yeah, people are strange out there, but really cool. You got to be fucking crazy to try and live out there sometimes. Like, you got to fucking be out of your mind, bad shit. Like, oh, I'd fit in perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like, boom. Everything is leading up to you paying your rent at the end of the month, you know? Like, fuck. Yeah, imagine that, you know? Like, <laughs> it's like, how the fuck am I going to pay rent? All right, I got to do this hustle today. All right, this next hour. I, I already have that. a nine to five, but it's not cutting it. Nah, fuck no. Then the nine to five out there is the bare minimum. That's what feeds you. you it's that extra do. hustle that keeps it's you that afloat. Shit, dude. Yep. <laughs> That's what keeps you like, not even afloat. It's like, all right, like I'm defaulting on this card today, but not this one. I got next month dude, to do double payment. Like, it's, it's so fucking, fucking weird fine. seeing a lot of the fucking people out there, though. Uh, just watching the videos. Literally, just someone walking around and seeing how the rich people fucking act. Oh, the ones shit. that they're fucking good. Just fucking throwing money. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Fucking yeah. shots, whatever. <laughs> good shit. Get an Uber? Sure. We'll get two. One for each person. Whatever. <laughs> it don't matter. We'll have another Uber just follow us for no reason. <laughs> like the CEO for G. He had a jet following him. An extra jet. He was he fucked up. In case this one runs out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what it was? It's like he didn't want to wait for refuel, I believe. So what he would do is just, he was like, all right, take the fucking jet. I don't know how the fuck he was working that because it's like obviously it's flying with him, but he would just like hop on the other one and then. So that means out. one would take off before he needed to take off. Uh, and then when he gets there, that one would already refuel smart. and then take off. So it was already fueled up. And yeah. He'd just get in after like an hour. Here, that where he just had fucking something. jets fucking everywhere. Yeah, it was strange. I was like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? that that's a whole different breed of people right there. Yeah. I'm trying to be that people, you know. But, he, but I'm still going to live in P Town. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Support your local artist, bro. <laughs> No, for real. Like, oh, yeah, I get it, people dude. are amazing, man. I've been up north. I've been in the center, and I've been back here. And there's like so much talent that's undiscovered down here. It fucking trips me out, dude. I know, we're, we're trying to get those fucking people. No, dude. Dude, it it's let's go. It's fucking crazy because like, I mean, we we have the Glass House, uh, Fox Theater, Fox Theater. No, well, okay. So before the Fox Theater ever opened up, it was just the Glass House. Uh, before the glass house, you had the tiki room, and the tiki room was doing the fucking bare minimum. And uh, dude, uh, fucking Aladdin Junior started doing shows. Oh my fucking! Oh, okay, dude. so when Aladdin Junior started doing that was shows, fun. that I felt like that reinvigorated the scene. Yeah, because it. Oh, yeah, dude. We 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 literally went from doing backyard shows like weekly. Uh, and sometimes they would be fucking just packed. Other times it'd be like maybe Dude. like it'd be like fucking four or five bands, and then like maybe like fifteen fucking other people, and like those four or five bands were making up the majority of the crowd. 
and it it was getting kind of fucking you know it was it was it was getting bad but at the same time uh it, in a way it really showed who was there to show their talent and then who was there just to be like oh, well there's no bitches i don't want to fucking play uh, yeah because there's always those fucking dudes that were just like fuck it dude i'm just in this band so i can go talk to hoes yeah and, and pomona that's the shit, Har- I, that's that's the the shit I hated the most yeah pomona hardcore no chicks shit. were sleuths oh my god that, but oh my god you're damn, in a band that's crazy oh what do you <laughs> no play? one told me that <laughs> I'm right there with you, dude. I was like, "What?" So it, <laughs> seeing, the shit that I never fucking understood is I, I would go to some shows, and I would strictly go for the fucking music. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd see everyone, of course, doing drugs, drinking and shit. Right. And I'm like, "You guys are off in the fucking corner. The band's over here, dude. Like, yeah. if you're gonna have the fun, at least do that shit up here. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. share with me. And then share with me. <laughs> Bring I don't want to walk to the back. corner. <laughs> I have bad experiences going to fucking corners. Dark corners. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Aladdin Jr. did bring uh, a lot of heavy, a lot of heavy hitting fucking bands together, and they made some interesting fucking lineups. Dude, yeah. fuck, but it, uh, Aladdin Jr. not that great at trying to make their lineups and shit. Uh, you get, yeah, because I was able to tell when it started going downhill. Oh yeah, oh you will definitely, definitely. Yeah. They fucking hit me up. A fucking song I had recorded by myself, completely off time. Nothing was fucking right in it. There was no lyrics, nothing. They're like, hey, we like your music. You want to come play? See, one song. That's all I had. I'm like, what do you provide? Uh, We do uh, the PA. Can you provide a drummer, a guitarist, (laughs) a bassist? (laughs) Well, see, for in your situation, what you were dealing with was... uh, a bad booking agent. So what the fuck happened? I mean, that's a question that, cause I never so, really looked at shit like that. I was just there to play or like there to see bands. Like so you said, but a, a lot of downhill, a, a lot of junior started going downhill because they were pretty much allowing anybody and everybody to book shows. Yeah. Oh, and shit. because of that, there's, but, but there's that people weird, that though, were that booking shows. Me up. There's people that were booking shows that were in, in essence, trying to ride the train. Where they're seeing uh, in certain weekends fucking just a, a solid group of hardcore bands that a solid booker was like, look, dude, like, you guys want to play? Uh, it, you guys don't have to sell any tickets. It's whatever we saw at the fucking door. Just bring people in. Those shows popped and they popped hard. Oh, yeah. The ones that were difficult were the pay to plays. Those were the shows that you'd fucking, that you'd be at. In Aladdin Jr. and the fucking whole goddamn room was sweaty, yeah. stank. The fucking windows were fogged the fuck up. The goddamn floor was slicker than fuck because everyone was fucking sweating and bleeding. Yeah, and yeah. It, it it they were phenomenal shows. But the thing is, is that there were certain bookers that were trying to ride the coattails of other bookers. But they didn't have that fucking magic. They didn't have that fucking ability to pick. Oh, they just like put up random, like you said earlier. No, they random. they found people that said they were in a fucking band. They yeah. didn't ask how long have you been doing it, how many songs do you have. So it was None mediocre, of that. like yeah. yeah they, fuck this stuff. In in essence, it, it became almost like a fucking open mic night. 
Oh, shit. You know what? I remember a show that I was going to go to that I decided not to go to because of the fucking lineup. Uh, Aladdin Jr. ended up having different fucking genres. Like, just they're just like sporadic. Like, uh, okay, here's pop punk. Oh, there's a reggae band. Oh, fuck. There's uh, like literally just uh, spoken word poetry. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, this uh, is a Aladdin Jr. Yeah, Yeah, I know exactly. Because that sounds cool, but if you're there with the intent of going to a show, show. Maybe not the spoken word because people don't expect it. You know? it well, that was the shit, though. They and were, you know they were trying to fill spots. No, uh, you, you know, know what it was? Trouble booking shit. This was almost around the time where... This was around 2010? 2000, yeah. 2010 to 2012 when shit just started going downhill yeah, for the, the booking and shit. Well, this was right... A lot of bands broke up. All that shit not just, happened. Well, not only that, but a lot, you have to remember, a lot of these good bands that were coming out of Pomona were in fucking high school. They're fucking kids that were just like, well, fuck, I guess I got and, talent at something. And, and that, that was the hardest shit, too, because Aladdin Jr. served alcohol. So their uh, policies, because I read through them, it, it can't have anyone under 21. All that yeah, shit. You would, and then if you were in a you'd band. you go, and they're like, well, how old are you? Fucking, uh, I'm 16, 17. Yeah. It, it made shit difficult. Okay, so uh, Dude, yeah, because I ran into I ran into that situation where I was like underage, and I was like, "Fuck!" And there, the exception was like, you can play, but you can't stay in here. Yep. Yeah, you literally uh, you Wh- waited that- outside. Once your set came, you did your set, and you had to fucking leave. Right. You that know, was a lot. Uh, uh, Whiskey Go Go was like that. Yeah. Fucking uh, fried tux. That one. Yeah. Spot on Foothill. Dude. I played that once. I was and that like, shit yeah. sucks because they literally tell you, okay, get the fuck out. And sometimes they wouldn't even let you rack up your fucking gear. Yeah, dude. And it's like, let me get my shit. At yeah. least not, you can't be in here. Fuck, man. Like, what the fuck? Why? That's why they're closed now. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and also, that that's... Well, it, it sucks, dude, because uh, they did bring a lot of bands yeah. to light and shit. Yeah. Because, you know, they had that fucking opportunity. Yeah, uh, Aladdin Junior wasn't an actual venue, and it, also yeah, uh, this was around the time where, which was fucking weird because you have old people in there trying to eat and it's just like <laughs> blood on the floor, <laughs> slicker than shit. <laughs> this was around the time where I feel like, although we had the talent for it, Pomona Hardcore, in a way as well as IE Hardcore, had ran its course. Mm, it, where a lot of people weren't interested in it as much because I mean we we were getting older, right? Uh, we were growing with the fucking uh, a lot of the genres and subgenres that were coming out of that shit, and uh, a lot of people were just like, you know what, I want to listen to something else. Kind of like uh, ceremony ended up going uh, with Zoo that direction, right? People started just being like, I don't want to hit my face every weekend, like exactly. That and a lot of people went from... I still I, do, but... <laughs> a lot of people went from that to uh, fucking raving and... Oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, The indie shows started popping off a little indie bit more, shows. and people were like, I'd rather vibe than fucking, you know, fight some fucking random yeah, dude this dude. week. I don't want to lose my teeth. <laughs> exactly. So it, it's it, a lot of shit to do with the fall of Pomona Hardcore and IE Hardcore has to do with our taste for music as right. well as our growth as people. 
And it's funny because a lot of us have kind of regressed and we've gone back to being like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do hardcore again. Yeah. And yeah. I'm seeing it come back and I'm seeing it come Dude, back hard. When and we what, started especially, the especially more than anything, I'm seeing punk come back hard. And I'm seeing it come back hard as fuck. Yeah. And it, it I see it with uh, the dudes that do taco punks. Uh, they're out of L.A. They do uh, uh, the Black Al Pastor. And they also do the, the vegan Black Al Pastor. Beans. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not beans. Oh, shut up. It, it, the, 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 they cater. The, they're smart because they know that a lot of older punks have gone vegan. So yeah. they, they have yeah. vegan options and everything. But it's cool because like they're at fucking shows. They're it, to see the resurgence of the punk community come out and saying like, "Yeah, dude, a lot of us are fucking between the ages of thirty five and under." Yeah, and they're they're coming out. And uh, recently, uh, the homies from Count Time, uh, they 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 played a f- uh, fucking badass show about what two weeks ago. Is that what's up with those like fucking freeway side like big festival type shows? Is that what it is? Like, dude, dude, like, they, they're on the news and shit. What is that? Like, dude, that's I was so curious. That's I was LA like, punk. What the fuck, that's dope. Oh, yeah, and they're doing it in the fucking interpass. I, I don't. What are they called? It's like where the LA River is, but without the water. Yeah, it was uh, right there off the fuck. What was it? The one ten and the five. Yeah, they're they're just doing it in there. Yeah, I think it was like. I don't know where the site? fuck they're getting the electricity from. Yeah, but goddamn generators. Generators. Jeez. They're doing punk rock, dude. That's fucking punk uh, fuck. That that one. Uh, that one famous video of that fat dude doing the Nas balloons. Like, I don't give a fuck about the authorities. <laughs> I was at a punk show at Echo Park. That was me at a scene show. <laughs> dude, that day was fucking wild, <laughs> dude. Tell it, me about it. It's so it, I feel like it's not just punk music, but I've, I've, I have a discernible feeling that just shows are going to go back they're, to they're being gonna hit filled. so because much harder. Dude, people they, are so fucked up about not going to shows for like... Dude, you should for real because the, yeah, dude, us especially. But it, it, we literally start our own little fucking mosh pits <laughs> out front right here. Yeah, you start losing your fucking mind. Yeah, dude, but it, what I feel like is that people have, in a way, recognized the fact that they've been taking shows for fucking granted. Yes. That they've been taking the the just the magic. It's a magic, dude. Dude, for fucking yeah. reals. Yeah. And it, I feel like it's not just, uh, like I said, it's not just hardcore music. It's yeah. not just punk music. It's all music in general that yeah. it. I see it in people's fucking eyes and the way that they're fucking just looking forward to shit. Like every time I talk to a fucking uh, a lab technician, I tell him, I'm like, yeah, you know, just can't wait for shows to come back and everyone, you know, for everyone to be safe and just have a good time. And they're just like... Shows, concerts. I fucking love concerts. I can't wait. Yeah. And then, like, and it's always the like, the nerdiest looking fucking people, and they get super fucking hype once you fucking bring up going to a show. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, I miss that shit, dude. dude. They fucking roll up their sleeve, just yeah, fucking all tatted. It. They're like, yeah. I'm ready for this shit. I'm ready. Yeah, fucking dude. So it, it, I can't wait to see the outcome of, just, in a sense. Because we, we came back, when we came back into the scene and everything, you brought me back and you started doing 
the venue and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I saw for what it was worth. Yeah, dude, like everyone's putting the Santa Chano ganas. They're doing their best. And it, they're, the people just weren't fucking there. And, yeah. it, and it, it's the same it situation that, that I brought up where it's like it's people taking shit for granted yeah. and saying like, oh, I'll just go another yeah. fucking day or right. I'll just go to the next but show. There was no other but there was day. no other fucking show. See, and so think about all those people at the beginning of last year that were like, dude, feeling it, that way. It, I said we're going to do this next week. Yeah. But and there is no next week. Now it's two years later. Exactly. So it <laughs> no, fucking, yeah, that's a fucking hell. thing. Dude. So I feel like those people, especially those people that are like, oh, next week or the week after right. or when they play again, those people I feel like uh, are going to come back uh, and be the ones to essentially bring flock. all the crowds right. and everything. Yeah, so. dude, because I had never really like raved. And then I was like, I want to start going to fucking rave. Like, I've missed out on all the rave culture, bro, because I was just like, nah. the Rave culture was always fucking scary to me because a uh, few raves I've been to, I've been slapped with fucking acid without consent. Whoa, shit, <laughs> And bro. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. That's kind of, <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> Down the rabbit hole. It, it's, it's always the same shit. They come up to me, fucking slap me on the fucking forehead. And I'm like. Oh no! Mm. Who strangers? Yeah. Why you though? <laughs> what the well, fuck? No, they were walking around just fucking. Oh, that's fucked just hitting up. you with tabs. What raids are you going to? Dude? I didn't. I didn't fucking know, dude. Sandburn. I don't know. Glen Helen. No. Oh, I don't shit. know. Oh, were you like drunk yeah. already when you were going? Or? <laughs> On pills. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> On those Flintstone gummies. Let's say that. Because of these fucking raves, I've ended up on top of roofs naked. Oh shit. That's fun, though. Not when you wake up and there's fucking <laughs> the owners of the house yelling at you, what the fuck are you doing? How'd you get on my fucking roof? <laughs> I'm a miner. I'm a miner. Oh, fuck. How'd you get to a fucking rave as a miner? Oh, that's easy, dude. <laughs> you walk in. <laughs> you just say, hey, hi, bye. You show them your glow sticks and you're good. Yeah. Oh, he looks the part. 18, right? That's all they do. 18, right? Okay, cool. I'll take your money. They didn't ask me. Shit. I've talked about this story before. When I was 15, uh, I would go to a supermarket and shit close by. Motherfuckers thought I was 38. What? And they kept trying to sell me beer. I'm like, we've gone through this I'm shit. I was 15. Oh, I was 15. like, I'm 15. I don't have the money for it. If you're willing to fucking, <laughs> you know, open a tab for yeah. me. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> there's my fucking dumb ass yesterday somewhere in El Segundo trying to buy a fucking lighter and the lady was like, can I see your ID? Ma'am, I'm fucking 30. What do you think I'm gonna go do? Play with this shit? Set some shit on fire? Ah, fire? Check it out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm burning fucking leaves, dog. Bro, and they're Ooh, green too, yeah, so it's taking that, forever. <laughs> Low key, no fuck, man. So the fucking lady starts laughing and she's just like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, Mijo." And I'm like, "Why are you sorry?" I'm like, "It's common shit. Like, yeah. I got a baby face. It's fine." Yeah. Like, oh, pero Mijo, like for reals. I'm like, "Yeah, lady. Like, how can, the fuck can you? T- I'm wearing a mask. Can, mm. can you grow a beard or no? <laughs> no. Well, I don't want. I'm not here to talk about that. But so <laughs> no, that's what the lady was asking you. <laughs> Scenario. So yeah. It, it, to to bring everything <laughs> you have know, uh, fucking full circle, I 
from the bottom of my heart, I can't fucking wait for shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything that I've seen through dude, the punk scene right now we're light, we're, is we're lighting lit. a fucking fire under my ass where I'm just like, dude, hardcore shows are going to hit so goddamn nice. hard. We're literally sending each other fucking posts like, hey, dude, in like two months there's going to be a show. I'm excited. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, need a, I need some of those posts, dude. That's fucking cool, though. I want to see Anti-King. But right for right now, it's mostly just punk shows that are really yeah, like, well, they're thriving hard, dude. Yeah, like because it's kind of like coming out of what we went through last year. It's just like fuck yeah, dude. And what's weird is like at the beginning, not to get well. I mean, fucking the music is politics, but yeah, the I thought with the whole voting of Trump and everything, I thought I was gonna bring like a resurgence of fucking punk. Right. Like in the way that the Reagan era had brought, but it what, didn't. What, what do you mean? It happened during. But Trump. then again, I take that back because it fucking did happen. The problem is, is exactly what I said before. Oh, we'll just go to next week's show. Uh, and, uh, next time. We'll see him next time. That was the fucking problem from the beginning because we didn't take enough time to like, acknowledge, to honest, not, I, not acknowledge it, but to enjoy the shit. To, to go and dive into new stuff and to go find new fucking music. Because I feel like, especially as the older we get, right. we try to comfort ourselves by listening to old shit. Right. So that nostalgia. we... Yeah, the nostalgia keeps you comfortable. But the thing is, is that in music... It's evolving. It, it, it's constantly, constantly evolving. So if you're comfortable in music, right. that just means you're not listening to enough new shit. Right. And you're not get you're not throwing your mind, your ears, and everything the fuck out there to go experience a new horizon of music. Yeah. So I think I, that's what's exciting about music is the fact that there's always something new out there and you can find a gem any given moment. Dude, fucking it, it doesn't even matter if it's in the same fucking genre. Uh, it's different. It's different. It's always different. And yeah. I, I feel like for what you're doing right now, it's in, in a way it is different because you're what what would your shit be uh, classified? I don't fucking know, dude. I just write shit. I like fucking go through experiences in life and I'm like, this sounds like this. So let me like put my emotions on a song. But um, I don't know, like there's one song. Well, I mean, the after party is kind of just like indie, like, some surfy sound to it um it's like a broad range um i don't know literally man. i don't know if i should say it, but what we're gonna be doing <laughs> yeah it's just kind of like don't restrict yourself and if you like it you fuck with it but if you don't then cool it just ain't for you and that's cool too but um yeah, I like I, f I have a big disdain for authority and like boxes and uh, like categories and shit. And and I appreciate when people are really good at that because I'm like, oh, OK, I can do better and do that. But I've just never paid attention to that. And I'm just like, that sounds cool. I'm gonna listen to it, you know. Huh. So he's like, this is why I don't fucking remember songs. Yeah, because I'm just like, this sounds go hard. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, it, it helps me stay creative and like fluid and like fucking just like, I don't know, man. Just like, all right, no thought. Just fucking seance, like trance. You go into a trance and you write shit and you're like, that sounds great. Like, cool. And then, but at the logical end, like, I have a lot of friends who are logic based and I can tell Manny, like, you're very insightful. You know, a lot of information. And it's like, I admire that. 
a lot because I wish I could be more like that, but it's kind of just like, I'm not. And that's cool too, you know, fuck it. I learned a lot. I've, I've learned a lot from you right now. Like just listening Maybe to you. Maybe you just gotta talk. smoke some more pot. Maybe. I mean, fuck. I'm a lightweight with anything. I don't smoke any weed, guys, by the way. 100% stone cold sober. <laughs> also, uh, thank you for the, uh, the CBD. Yeah, uh, CBG, Silver Haze. CBG, Silver Haze. Uh, the juicy, mint. Yeah, yeah dude, it was pretty, uh, pretty tasty. Can't wait. I, just, so, I have to wait. Yeah, he, he has to wait because he's not, he's going to knock out. But uh, <laughs> so it... <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank no you, problem. You. But it, 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 in a way, dude, like music is your insight Yeah. because yeah. you're capable of within a matter of just thought uh, switch yeah go from one genre to the next genre and the fact that you you know you yourself are telling yourself look there's no need to base whatever we're doing on or whatever we're doing with uh to base it on a certain genre yeah we're better off just making the music and then letting people figure that Apply out it. after so there's this thing I had to do at work and they classified me as like my personality personality being a pioneer and a teacher. And that's really kind of like one of the biggest allures in music to me. It's like, fuck, like it'd be cool creating a genre or just fucking making a new scene or whatever in the back of my, I don't actively think about it, but it's like, cool. Like we got a ragtag uh, group of fucking like black sheep and outcasts. And then they end up liking the music and it's all different groups of people, but it's still cool. You know? So that's kind of cool, like, just fuck it. Like, you do whatever you do, and if people end up fucking with it, it's a group of people, and then that's cool. Like, that's a new thing. And honestly, dude, I, I feel like that is what's the best part about music. Yeah. Because it, it's it's always the people that pigeonhole themselves into a position where, like, oh, we're only playing this, and we're yeah. only going to be doing this because this is what we have to make our appearance for right why it w your talent is so far you know it it varies so vastly that you pigeon holding yourself and putting yourself into just one position you're gonna stagnate your your talent because you're That's only gonna be stagnate you're only gonna be putting that talent into just one specific area. Yeah. Whereas if you can refine your talent and stretch it, yeah. you can, you know, the fucking, the, the possibilities are endless yeah. because it's about challenging yourself, right? Growth. It's, it's about growth. It's about challenging because the, the moment that you become comfortable with whatever it's your over. talent is exactly, it's over because there's no more growth. Yeah. You're just stuck in that position forever yeah. because you, you yourself are telling yourself, this is what I'm comfortable with. I this is what I like. The best this example. This is what we're playing, and that's it. The best example we can put is Metallica. a person. That, no, a person that we oh, know. I'm sorry. Like, personally. Well, I don't, I don't want to name names. Bad gas but, travels fast <laughs> in a small town. But the, the thing but is. It, is that, it, that shit, that's, that's what he's on. That That's exactly what he's fucking doing. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. It's but the, the thing is, is that. I guess it, you know what it works and it and it helps like expand upon like a specific genre and scene cool, but it's also like if your intent is just to like create beautiful things and I mean music 
is vibrations, right? And you're changing like vibrations in the room, then fuck yeah, dude. Like do that, you know. You're creating a frequency and that frequency is constantly traveling throughout yeah, the fucking dude. airwaves. It's beautiful. Like it's mind control. Like people develop develop ideologies based based off of what they listen to. And that fucking trips me out, but it's kinda like really cool. I'm like, nope. Fuck, dude. I don't know. For for a lot of people, music isn't just something that that you enjoy. It's life, dude. That's how I feel. Like, it's it's literally everything. This shit is everything to me. Like, that's how I feel about it, bro. Like, this ring right here on my left hand, rose gold little diamond thing. Inside, there's like a treble clef right here. And for me, like people that I like date or whatever. I tell them, like, I'm married to the fucking music, man. Like, you will never, yeah, you will never come in between me and my creation Uh, and my process. And if you try to, it's you who's out. Because at the end of the day, it's all about this. Like, this is my, this is the love of my life. I will forever, forever do this shit, even if nothing ever came of it. Because it's the love of my, it makes me want to fucking cry, dude. It's just like, I've never loved something like this. thinks like me. Yeah, dude. Uh, dude, I've straight out told my wife, if it comes down to it, I'll leave you for music. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> dude, I'm going deaf. Like, I went to the doctor this morning and they were just like, oh, you're going deaf. And I was like, oh, shit. So I'm going to like an audiologist soon and, or whatever it's called. But that just made me like, all right, like, I'm going to go back to school for like a year and a half, citrus, you know, something affordable and study music theory. And just if I ever lose my hearing 100%, at least I know. And you don't have to hear. Yeah. And that's the whole point. It's like, bro, I'll never stop, bro. Like, I hope I lose my hearing. No, I shouldn't say that. But like, if I do, it's no biggie. Like, I'm still going to do it. Fuck it. Well, it's it's kind of like how Beethoven, when he lost his hearing, he... He cut the fucking goddamn legs off the piano just so he can feel the vibrations. Oh, dude! And through through his fucking body, so he yeah. knew what he was playing just through what he felt. Yeah, dude. Because it, at the end, well, at the end of the well, day, Beethoven mu- got to the point where he didn't have to feel or hear shit. Music he, he isn't can, like you read it like a book. And yeah, like you can well, hear not, it. In not your just head. that, but music isn't something that you just hear. Music is something also that you feel. Yeah. Because, like you said earlier, you're creating a frequency. Your body is in, in essence, a frequency. Right. We vibrate. In, we in, vibrate. Yeah. In Our constants. cells are vibrating. So your your whole body is constantly vibrating with the frequency that it's generating in in a way where you're solid. You're you're not fucking gas. You're not fucking uh, a liquid. You're you're a solid. But it, it's because the frequencies that are around us and everything around this universe they, they that just what's like at ad, them? the atoms like atoms are vibrating. It, it, it hits moving, right. movement. And like that, that's why that's why uh, a lot of people are interested in a certain type of music because of the way that that music feels to them. That, and not that aligns, it, yeah. Maybe. Because it, the, look at all the dudes that are into science. like. Yeah. Uh, fucking bass, right? Dude. These people feel the fucking bass in their dude. body, and they're just like, "I'm fucking one with this whole crowd." <laughs> and it, it's it's it, breakdowns for us. The moment we hear like a good fucking chug, and then that snare hit is just kind of euphoric. It's a drug. Like music is a drug because it it 
fucking douses it, it, your brain it, it, in those. It, causes, it releases those like it causes or endorphins to come out. Yeah, dude, and yeah. that's why like it's it can be an uh, addiction. Aside from taste, which sometimes if you go to certain shows, you can taste the fucking show. But <laughs> and by that I mean it, it, not <laughs> the literal music, but the fucking people that are in that goddamn crowd. You're like, fucking, oh fuck, these uh, assholes didn't wear fucking goddamn deodorant. <laughs> Music hits every sense. Yeah, hell yeah! It it hits every fucking feasible sense in a way where, without, I I I feel like without music, and this probably travels not just here in the United, in, in this country, in this world, and the solar system, but the vastness of this universe. That I'm sure that you can travel fucking over a million miles a hundred million light years away and there's a fucking world out there that's just vibing (laughs) to a constant sound and the way I see it is everything that is either inanimate or anything that you can tap and it makes some sort of vibration it's that's something and you you want to know what's the most interesting thing about this Music touches everybody. Oh, oh hell yeah. Not, not just the most kindest and gentlest person in this world, but also the most bigoted and hateful person yeah. in this world. Oh, but yeah. the thing is, is that the message within the music and the vibes that you feel are only thus learned and or, I guess, in a way, felt properly if you yourself are feasible enough to understand what's being made and what's being given to you. Because, I mean, there's a lot of fucking Trump supporters, and I'm sorry to go back to this, but these people were like, they were vibing so goddamn hard to Rage Against Machine yeah. during the election. And it was so funny because I'm just like, they don't you're the exact machine that we're raging against. <laughs> you're, you are, in essence, what the fuck is the problem? But the thing is, to see you vibe with that and you feel what you feel because of the music, I, I it's it you, it's doing its fucking job. Yeah, it's very subjective. It, it, it's, yeah, subjective. But it's, it also does a job in a way where regardless if you understand the message or not. It's doing what it's meant to do. Exactly. Pump you up. It, provoking Killing you. In the Dude, it, it, it's, yeah, provoking. I'm not going to fucking lie. There's been instances a lot of times. Not just instances, but where I'll go back and listen to music that I haven't heard in like 15 fucking years. And it, it almost brings tears to my eyes because it's like, fuck, they've gone so fucking far. That's they've shit. they've done shit where at first it was like, ah, it's just fucking noise. But then you grow older, you listen to it again, and it's like, fuck. Now I know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, that's how I felt. Fuck, that's literally that's how I felt yesterday listening to uh, Citizen. I, for whatever reason in my mind, my brain was like, put the demo, put the demo. Citizen went from being an easy core band, aka pop punk hardcore band, to becoming more of uh, an indie more of a heartfelt band. Yeah. And I love the growth from it. Yeah. But I still I still like where they came from. Because yeah, without the, the beginning, there there would be no, you know, uh, the the circumstances from the decisions and everything that would lead on to what the fuck they are now 
wouldn't be there without the beginning. And I love seeing the difference in terms of music, but also the growth from it. Because yeah. another band that I can compare to similar, uh, a, a similar growth would be Title Fight. Title Fight went oh, from yeah. being uh, a punk, pop punk, easy core type of band to being a really heartfelt math rock Dude, slash just, indie type of band. And like, I loved gorgeous, everything about it. Gorgeous. Yeah. And I, they, they, it, it was growth. It, 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 and like, it, it goes back to what I talked about earlier. It, if you pigeonhole yourself into one position, you'll never grow. You'll, yeah. you only stay comfortable. What's well, mental blocks and like self-restricting. I mean, I appreciate when people do that too, cause it keeps like a genre alive. Right. And that's fucking cool. But at the same time, it's like, as an artist, what is it that you're trying to do? But, you know, but, what are your goals? Yeah, but that's the shit. A lot of the time, it's not them really trying to go for growth. They learned the fucking pattern, and they just stuck with it. Right. And, and, and that, that begs the question, is it lack of creativity? It can be. Lack of creativity, lack of push, or is it uh, a label that's pigeonholing them? Because it's not always just you as well. Yeah, like it, it, once well, you get to the position that, that's where a, that's why you're I, in a label or you're oh, you're under oh, a contract, yeah, that, that contract stipulates that you you're have so to stay right <laughs> within that genre. And th- th- that fucking <sighs> blows. What the fuck? Damn. So it, in a you sense, don't know how many bands have fucking gone through talking to them, just being like, dude, be home label. Be home label, and they'll Ooh. do the other thing. It's not that it, easy. It, it's not, but it, if you if you're for the fucking music, then you'll do it. <sighs> but it's, see, at that point, you, you don't, at that you don't point, have to be labeled. At that point, you're you yourself have to tell yourself, and also separate yourself from the band, and and ask yourself, do I treat my creation as a business? Or do I treat this as my personal as creation, my passion? Because at that point, That's a good this is where your your option becomes a passion project or a good business decision. Well, and, that, and I hate to put it like that, but I, because... So to your point, I have this thing, right? Where like before I grew up like punk, hardcore, like all mm-hmm. that, like, and like subculture shit and... I was always like, fuck everything, fuck the authorities, and fuck like corporations, right? A couple theories came out once I wised up, and I was like, damn, the most punk rock thing you could do is just make a bunch of fucking money and say, fuck you, all of this, and the nine to five, and then just fucking live in the forest somewhere and chill, you know, in a cabin. Well, and, uh, no, because think about it. The one band that did that, Nirvana. Right. What the fuck happened? Yeah, you because shoot yourself in the face because he. Uh, there's conspiracy <laughs> I, I, theories and I all that shit. Was but cor- my, I still think it was Courtney Love. My my whole yeah. thing is he. If we go based off of yes, it was a suicide. Yeah, it's because he felt that they were getting too mainstream. Right, but that's the thing, dude. Is like, I believe like fuck. You got to do what you got to do. We work these jobs we don't want to work. Like, what's the difference with? Let's make some fucking music that we may not necessarily want make the money and then dip and then we can do whatever the fuck we want and write whatever the fuck we want because it's not that simple yeah you say that once you go into a label you there's a contract well, there's no, stipulations okay, so this it's not always as easy as just saying <clears throat> i'm gonna fucking dip all right the, well, like the, this is the contract the, maybe 
I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works. This is for all those potential. I'm home label, bro. And I'm proud of you for that. This is for all you future uh, kids that want to be in bands and stuff like that. Have that one friend in your group that knows knows the business. Knows contracts, right. knows whether, how to write contracts. Whether it be someone you in the band need or to be savvy manager? enough. No, you need to be savvy enough to understand. Oh, you're oh, oh, fucked, your, your 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 album contracts. If a fucking record label approaches you with a five album contract, dip the fuck yeah, that's out. That's your whole life. That's yeah, your whole yeah. Thank because, you exactly. That's your whole they, fucking life they because they literally say they can tell when you when you do it. Not yeah. just that, they can also tell you, hey, we know you. You're at your fourth album, and you have one more album to write before you're done with your contract. But we need you to write these few singles, and we need you to also write this EP. We also need you to do this Christmas shit, right. this fucking holiday shit. They can do whatever the fuck That's they right, uh, want. They'll so ruin you. <laughs> they will. This is why I'm so and this, this against is, these and, fucking labels. And you know what's a perfect example of what you're talking about right now, and a perfect. Uh, band that that broke contracts like that a day to remember a day to remember broke their contracts because they weren't happy with how the label was approaching them and telling them this isn't what we want this is how you, we want you to keep writing so that if you re- <clears throat> if you've ever noticed uh third album from day to remember into the fourth album day to remember it's the same shit but the fifth album is literally straight back to the roots and i only say they want the shit they want to do and i only say this because i know the writing style is tom's tom is their old guitarist the Mm -hmm. dude that's all tatted the fuck up Mm -hmm. that dude i love his writing style it's so it's so in a way very uh it's nostalgic Mm -hmm. but at the same time it, it brings it resonates with you in a way where you're just like, fuck, dude, this makes me feel good. And it, yeah. that that's exactly what the fuck brought me into Data Remember. I'm listening to that filth. Filth. It, <laughs> that fifth album. Uh, Filthy fifth album uh, Fuck, I think it was Not Common my, Courtesy. That's a, that's the album that broke the contract. Uh, that was the album. They deviated from what they wanted. Yeah, yeah. And there's they, this book talking about that, uh, how to make it in the new music business, practical tips on building a loyal following and making a living as a musician. And it talks about the contract portion of it. It's like mm-hmm. you don't want to sign shit when you're unknown. You want to like do your work, do the home label shit, like oh, do yeah. it all, all yourself so that you get a following, you get... An allure, and you have multiple individuals hitting you up, and that, then you negotiate, and you're like, no, 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 no. But nah, that's nah, still nah. feeding into, oh, you have to go to a label, right? Well, that's the whole point. If, well, if you're trying to make a check, like if you don't want to work, so for me, my goal is not to work a nine to five, and I know that I'm gonna have to make music my work, and I'm gonna have to write shit that sometimes I may not necessarily want to write. But the fact that I'm making music is good enough for me at that point. And, and I know that I'm still writing my own shit. I could sit on it for 30 years and it's like, fuck, finally, cool. It, and honestly... But to each their own, though. Like, there, there, there's I mean? a few good examples that I could bring up, but I'd rather not. Uh, 
mostly because uh, I, I don't want to, like I said, bad gas travels fast right. in a small town. But let's uh, keep it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's yeah, boy. <laughs> like once you're in the industry, you're pretty much your whole essence is what the label wants. They want. They want you, they want the swagger, they want the lyrics, they want the singing style, they want everything the fuck that you deliver, and they want to make money off that shit. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's the, the whole point. Machine. But it, It's the, another machine. It, but the thing yes, is, is sir. that it's how you play the machine. It's how you decide to approach the machine as well. So mm-hmm. it, in essence, uh, I understand what you want to say, and it, fu- oh, yeah. fu- fuck the label, fuck everything. No. No, when not necessarily you, fuck the label. My whole shit is be home produced as long well, uh, as you can. But then once you find a label that caters to what you want, then fucking go yeah. for it. Which is that kinda, makes sense. Which is kind of difficult. But in 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 a way, you're right because it. it if you're talented enough yeah. and you shop your music around... Like fucking TikTok blows your song up, you're going to have some fucking dude, big dick to swing around. Exactly. You're like, bruh, dude, like, dude, you really want to give me this five-album deal? Hell no, just go over here. They'll give me half an album. <laughs> you know? <laughs> fuck that. And they're paying me three times as much yeah, money fuck you, for that fucking because album. Because they know the worth exactly. of the following. So it, it's a, a really good example of uh, the way that TikTok blows people up. Yeah, you have to take advantage of social media in Yo, this day and age because if you up. don't, <laughs> you're you're in a way it, like you're kids, falling behind. You're, you're falling dinosaur, behind, or, or yeah. how the kids say, you're fucking lacking, bro. You're lacking, bro. You, no, yeah, you gotta fucking do capping. it. You gotta you're you gotta capping. hustle. You gotta work. You gotta. Yeah. It's it's work, bro. Like I can tell you, like this has become my full time job. Um. I wake up and the first thought in my head is this. It's a lot of networking. It's everything. Like your entire life and every decision leads to it. A lot of relations relationships suffer from it. Like, oh, fuck, you want to go hang out? Like, I want to, but I have this meeting to go to. Oh, fuck, man, you're always fucking busy. It's like, bro, like, I'm almost the, 30, you the, know? I'm trying to get some shit done. Like, fuck this. And th- this is where, for us too, this is... This is where we want to be as well. Where this is our fucking job. This is all the fuck that we do. Yeah. The uh, other shit's just to eat and live somewhere. Exactly. That shit's like the fucking point. This is the point. Yeah, exactly. And then my boss always tells me, fuck, oh, fool, what are you going to do when, you know, the truck's making money and then you don't even have to go to work? I'm like, look, fool, that shit's going to keep doing that. That's why it's called an investment. Yeah. That investment is going to keep working at shit. I'm keep making that money. Residual that doesn't income. mean that I'm not going to, that doesn't mean I'm not going to go to work. I'm still going to go to work. Yeah. It's just I'm going to be smart about the days that I go to yeah. work because I'm going to start I picking and choosing what days I need to go in, what days I don't need to go in because Autonomy. there's so much shit already planned around yeah. the week and everything that's already scheduled. And it, we, I have a, a very good feeling that we will get to that point eventually, uh, not just with the venue, but also with Double the Trouble as a yeah. whole ass network. Because it's it's all about investment. Well, you're you're it's, doing it like the consistency is key. In uh, for the venue for us, that, that we we chose to take this break. Yeah, apart from COVID, COVID was some fucked up weird oh, no. bizarro uh, thing. Bro. We like, we, we chose, said we're not gonna do shit because we don't know how comfortable 
people. Bands are gonna be, yeah. and we're not gonna be like, nah, just come sense. on, just come and, on. It doesn't and, matter. And since we're both, sense. you know, obviously I'm vaccinated fully. He's on his fucking way. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> we just wanted to be safe. Yeah, because we know we know a lot of uh, these. A lot lot of of the bands bands that we want to interview, they're older. They 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 have families. They have families. They have kids, and then we never know if they have somebody that's in their family that's asymptomatic, compromised, immune compromised as well. Do fucking shit for like six months. I went batshit crazy. Because I had people in my household immune compromised. Yeah, dude, I believe it. I, I didn't want to be the one who killed them. I was like, bro, it ain't going to be fucking me. I'm I was like, telling him, I'm like, dude, I legit haven't seen my dad since like, fuck. He came over probably like two weeks ago. But before that, I hadn't seen my dad probably like six, seven months. Damn. And it's because he's immune compromised. And this doesn't give a shit either. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, is that I don't care. I don't care if he doesn't give a shit. I give a shit. Yeah, what if you are the reason? Exactly. Like, so I'm not going to be the fuck with that. Exactly. So I'm not going to be the reason to fuck put no. somebody else's life at jeopardy because no. I want to be selfish and be like, oh, yo, <laughs> I want to go where the fuck I want to go. I want right? to get I a gin do and shit. tonic at oh, fucking, shit. Uh, Even the times that we say that we're going to go and do shit, yeah, we're we still, still mask up. Yeah. We fucking take precautions. We social distance and all that yeah. shit. You yeah, just dude, you know it, better safe than sorry. And it, I, I feel like for us, the, a lot of the responsibility that comes into play isn't just because uh, the people that we know as well, but also because the job that we have, we can't jeopardize that for what we have right now. Until uh, until someone's like, hey, you know, we appreciate what you guys do with the venue. You guys want to take the sponsorship? Fuck yeah, we do. Yeah. What's yeah. up? This is uh, Coors Light. No, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> it's it, 40 it, ounces to freedom, baby. <laughs> dude, for reals. <laughs> but it, it's all about growth. It's all about it's, pushing. It's yeah. all about just consistency. Never stop. Dude, and it, it's fucking crazy. Cause and this is this is my message primarily for us coming back. Because this is what's going to keep pushing us, consistency, and as yeah. well as just the discipline. Because it, yeah. you got me here, dude. I'm magic, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I truly believe. Like, aliens abducted me one day when I was up north, and then they sent me back to be like making music. The alien's name is Blackberry, happen. and the alien's <laughs> name is Blackberry, bro. <laughs> he touched me in places I never thought I could be touched. You know? No, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. The dreadlock became a tentacle. Fuck. Shit, full on hentai. I thought it was cool. a dream. <laughs> I have a conversation for that after <laughs> we're done talking. After. No, no, no. This is going to get really fucking interesting <laughs> after. But no, that, but that's that, true, that, though. Like, we'll bring that one up for Double Trouble. Too. And, the, and then, you, like, back to the crazy part. Like, people outside looking in, like, this shit's fucking weird. Like, this shit's crazy. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing with your time? Like, you could be consuming. TV or like whatever, but it's like you have to be, you have to be fucking a little wonky to do shit like this because it's hard and it's because people will constantly, not constantly, but like if I listen to everyone that told me like, dude, no, like I would be fucked. Like I wouldn't do any of this shit, especially because I'm a sensitive lad, you know, like I'd be fucked up, but I have so much conviction, like without a fucking doubt that I'm going to make it that I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to literally die for this shit. And I'm willing to, because I'd rather die for this than anything fucking else. So that's what it takes. You know, you got to fucking do it. Like, just keep doing it. Dude, honestly. Yeah. And 
there's these words that I I pretty much symbol not symbolize, but I pretty much engraved onto a t-shirt and said this this is what everyone thinks of me. This is what people think of me. But because they think of me like this doesn't mean that I'm not gonna fucking do something yeah. about it. And I had made a T-shirt. It's called. Well, it says the Loser Forever Clan. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was it was pretty much saying that fuck you. You know, if you're gonna call me a fucking loser, I'll make a whole fucking group of it, yeah. and we'll be and fucking be losers forever. Yeah. And we'll make this shit big. Yeah. Just to spite you. Yeah. And over the years, it's it's become a little small cult. Right. Because it, it, I never sold the t-shirts. It was just more of like, oh, you want one? Here Dude. you go. Yeah. So it, 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 I made those just out of full fucking spite. But it's because yeah. I... But that's... I, like, I, had always told, I, would, I, I had always told that person, I'm like, look, dude, I don't care what the fuck you think of me yeah. or who the fuck you think you are. But I'm doing me. And you can call me whatever the fuck yeah. you want to call me. Yeah. But dude, I guarantee you. You're going to stay where the fuck you are, yeah. and I'm going to keep growing. Crab, I'm going to keep pushing. Crab bucket mentality, bro. They'll like People just want to fucking pull you back into their place, and it's just like, I'm not going to let you do that. Because they'll mind fuck you for sure. Yeah, dude. And it's... it's uh, Have you heard of Michael Jordan's, uh, like, every slight that he ever encountered was fuel for him, like, to be the best, because it was the biggest middle finger back at everybody that said no you can't or you're not going and he was like fuck that and, and it's like you keep that like it's probably not the best thing to do but it's like yo it's exactly what you're talking about with like the losers forever clan it, it, like, it's not one of those things you should do to keep a good conscience yeah it's maybe a little <laughs> but uh, toxic but it, it's it's a little toxic but in a way it's something that it fuels you it's, it's fuel it's motivation it yes sir and it, with without it, without honestly, without the fucking spite, I feel like a lot of us wouldn't do a lot of things yeah. in life. Especially coming from the hardcore scene, because all that angst and shit that doesn't go away. Yeah, you try, like you know, you, you work on yourself, but still, you're just like, fuck this, like. And and not to be a little, uh, little fucking uh, asshole about shit, but uh, honestly, though, to hear. The, the 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 plight of a white man in hardcore, I, I don't fucking feel it. You don't relate. I don't relate because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, my, I'm light-complected, but I still went through the trials and tribulations that every Mexicano went. Right. Yeah. I had to fucking get up early. I had to fucking work. I had to fuck. It's the whole joke. Oh, ya tienes siete años. Ponte a trabajar, cabrón. <laughs> You're fucking seven. Get to fucking work, which is... Dude, I fucking swept up pig shit. Damn. And I fucking, I, I'd be up at six in the fucking morning sweeping up pig shit. I'd fucking be done by 7.30. I'd eat breakfast. I'd fucking go feed the pigs after that. And then I'd fucking go to school. And then school was yeah. two to five. And then I'd fucking walk back up the fucking hill. And I'd fucking go back to work with my grandpa. And that's what the fuck shit was. And it was just work, work, work. But Mexican hardcore, Mexican punk, Mexican pop punk, it was all the shit. It was all the same shit. It was like, yeah, I don't quiero trabajar. Yeah, fuck like, I don't want to fucking work. Like, what the fuck is this? It's still going, though, dude. Okay. It's still going. We're, we're still going. We're still going. It's, a, it's the Omen Terminal. <laughs> it gave us we're, another little scare there. 
dude, for fucking reals. We're good. We're good. We're still recording. Uh, yeah. So it, it, well, you know what it is. It's like uh, I always come back to it, but it's like transcendence. It's like we don't just want to work, eat, sleep, rinse, repeat. Like we want to fulfill our spiritual needs, our existential needs. Like we have more to offer into like the the world and like the culture that is just working and fucking contributing to the tax system. No, you know, no. like we want to create legends and greatness and develop a legacy and leave something behind yeah because uh, latinos culture for the last fuck dude three four hundred years has just been to fuck and survive <laughs> and it, it the the, the little bit of people that sacrificed their that, lives to say i want to contribute to the arts they're they're yeah. they're the people that kept the culture alive they're the people that essentially kept what was inside of us for so long to keep burning, to keep going. Yeah. It's a and sacrifice feel, too, dude. And I feel like with our generation, we're seeing a lot more of uh, us challenging our social cues and our social, uh, uh, I guess, in a way, social prerogative. Because Latinos, in, in a way, our whole life is just work. It's work, fuck, repeat, and rinse off. You know, go go have some kids. Go fucking work a construction job. Mm-hmm. Go build somebody else's fucking dreams. That's all the fuck we've That's ever done. That's the nail on the head, dude, is uh, realizing that when you're building someone else's dreams, it's like, fuck that. Like, I'm going to do my shit. It's, and it's the sacrifice where it's like, Fuck, I could buy a new car and spend 700 bucks on a payment and a note and insurance every month or not and drive my fucking bucket and use that $700 to reinvest into my dream. Yeah. What are you going to choose, consumerism or creation? And it's that sacrifice of like, fuck, like all my peers are buying new cars and they're looking cool and like feeling great. Maybe I feel a little like, oh, man, you know, but still it's like. I know I'm doing the shit that I love and I will never stop. To put it into perspective, what we're doing right now, just investment, 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 investment. Yeah, the gear, man. It's expensive. Just to keep it fucking going. Yeah, yeah, like the conversation before we went on on air or whatever, it's like uh, 650 that you're like thinking and willing to drop in order to future-proof yourself. And it's like, who else, you know? That People way, do it, but it's in the minority, I feel. It, it, it's funny because I was telling them, I'm like, on on the other end of the perspective, there's these kids that are just, in, that don't have, uh, you know, they don't have to go through these fucking, these situations. They don't have to go to fucking work, whatever. They're, they're easily fucking capable of being like, yeah, dude, fuck it. I live in my parents' house. I'll drop fucking 3K on a computer all day, every day. Meanwhile, me, I'm just like, fuck, dude, if I if I budget this right and I do this in a way, not only will we have something that will continue to record what we're doing, but continue to do it for the next few years so that we don't have to constantly invest into new product. And, and, and I mean, fuck, dude, this computer that I have uh, that we're recording on right now, we'd bought this right after the pandemic started and it was uh, i told him from the beginning i'm like this is for the podcast He's oh, like, no, he was like no the fuck it's not for you to play maple story <laughs> funny fucking joke but i was like you're also not wrong but you're also you, you know you're you're not right because 
we've used this computer more for recording than I've used it to to play video games. Well, shit, it, and it, it, it and there, you, there you go. The the first time we had you on, where the fuck were we? Dude, what was I recording on? Kudos to that, by the way. Growth, growth, and that's the thing. It's like this is an accomplishment within itself, like big time, because it's like, whoa, dude, like fucking a went first time outside dead of winter right second time dog shit yeah (laughs) second time move into the actual garage and then now you're in the room and it's cozy and i like i want to be here and like just (laughs) not 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 that i didn't want to be over there but it's like i can be comfortable enough to like not be like i'm fucking freezing Freezing, yeah you know like that day sucked when we had you on too because you were fucking sick i was sick bro yeah oh dude you know it's funny we had we had checked that episode out and we're listening to a little uh the recording you can hear it when you're singing yeah but you still sounded good it was decent it was all right but like it was still cool you know it was fun as fuck like i was like damn this is the first time i ever do a podcast and fuck dude honestly what's crazy is like ever since we moved over here uh just going back to it real quick it, it like it was a it, lot more comfortable our, asking bands to come through and shit to be honest cuz you just feel like professional not that it's just i felt bad cuz again the fucking dog shit everywhere oh. i didn't have the time to go to my brothers to fucking clean up and then, it was early right. i got there Everyone I showed up. Yeah, because at the time he was still working with his father-in-law and he was uh, doing gardening. Like overtime on the overtime, like <laughs> you stay till the job gets done. Yeah. yeah, dude. So it it was it was pretty bad, but I mean, right now where we're standing at and where where we're at in essence, it's it's growth, and it's funny because it's like uh, we've only ever had one person complain about us moving here. And we had already gotten rid of them. Uh, we got we, we got rid of our other co-host for Double the Trouble Network uh, just because of him, in essence, not wanting to work. Right. He, he didn't want to do anything. He, he didn't just, want to promote. He didn't want right. to come over here. Well, that's it essentially was, dead it was, weight. Like, it's yeah, dead weight. weight. And, and it's it, funny because it's like the, the way that he was being one of my buddy Alex, uh, well, my buddy Alex was like, yeah, dude, this is probably how you are on the podcast and everything. You probably don't do shit. And at the time, dude, oh, I, I was. Dude, it was the best thing that fucking happened for me because when we were at my brother's doing the recording outside, I was doing all the fucking setup. I was doing the recording. I was doing EQs and everything. We came here. I told him straight out, hey. We're going to do this shit here. It's going to be a little different. You're going to fucking learn this shit because I can't be the only one. I can't handle all that by myself anymore because I had done it for five fucking years before that. And I'm like, I can't. And he stepped up. Yeah. And he's like, fuck it. And that's what it takes. Fucking knobs, whatever. It don't, I don't give a shit. Let me figure it out. <laughs> but you're a smart cat, man. And, and yeah, that's the he, thing he is got like, it. He's the one that fucking EQ'd all yeah, this right now. Yeah. And it sounds great. It's crispy. We even got a whole laptop plugged Don't in. Don't do it, definitely. And we're, we're going to future that right now. But, uh, dude, it's it's crazy from where we're, where he started at to where we're at now. Yeah, dude, it's fucking nuts. And I have a fan base now. Like, that's how I feel, you know. Like, it's cool. I'm like, fuck, people are, like, 
graciously donating money and like it's all leading back all that, to the fucking i'm fucking proud of you for that shit that shit's wild awesome, to me dude. i'm like holy fuck but it's kind of just like yeah like i mean i believe this shit a hundred percent like i know for a fact it's gonna work so it's like other people are seeing that too god bless you you know like thank you all and honestly dude like as much as uh, i've been talking shit about the pandemic for the last uh, about hour uh it's it's done a lot of good it's done a lot of good dude. because dude, a lot of people it's went forced back us to go into shit that we weren't comfortable with yeah like going from fucking zoom discord fucking interviews and all that shit and just to, just making the shit work well you know what i took it as like it humanized everybody for me i was like our fucking leaders don't know shit and these elites are fucking in the same position fucked up yep so no one's better than anybody yep. everyone's capable of fucking rising up and having a star like everyone has talent and is amazing and it's whether or not you act on it yep and whether or not you're willing to constantly grow and learn like music anything it's like as long as you're constantly growing and learning outliers fucking ten thousand hour rule you're gonna be a master at it yeah and it, it's it's just a matter of whether or not you want to do it it's the time and the sacrifice it's like okay i can it, go watch this, it, this it's the willingness movie in five hours or i could spend five hours learning how to wait, wait which shit. you know it, that's nice it, too you yeah, know he, i do it too but i'm just saying like which one do you do more like exactly, or how do you exactly. allocate your time effectively yeah because i mean i constantly get fucking yelled at like oh man how come you're not playing fucking video games how come you're not online with the guys and yeah. i'm just like look 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 when I hop on, cherish that I'm time. There. Yeah, exactly. I'm there with you guys. I'm putting in work. I'm yeah. doing my thing. I'm having fun with you guys. Yeah. But the remainder of my time, I'm using it to learn something yeah. new. I'm I'm using it so that we can essentially fucking grow. Yeah, which I better, feel like is yeah. the theme of this fucking episode right. today to, because to have a personality, which is like who else has of the venue and interviews Pomona artists like. I haven't heard of shit, you know. Maybe a few people, but this is the one I know of, and that's the like one it, I uh, fucking with, listen to. With this fucking podcast, fucking crazy because it was supposed to just be local artists and shit. Somehow, I fucking landed that interview with Spencer from A War Within, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, Dope. cool." First one, and fucking then after sick. that, Jordan. Jordan. Uh, shout out to the, the intro because of he, him. He made the fucking intro. And him and Mike, and then uh, dude, it. It, it's crazy because like my when I told him from the beginning I'm like look if you really want me to do this uh we're gonna do this in in unconventional way or unconventional way you right. know unconventional proper terminology so it, it's it's I didn't want to be the typical music podcast like oh so you've been uh, how long have you been recording right, music like uh, where are you from and, just, and right. to be completely honest that's how it was gonna be at first. We got to talking. I started thinking about it. I'm like, I want to interview Dude. the fucking bands, but it's <laughs> to be honest, it's not going to really be about Let the way that they this. fucking recorded that or ideology whatever. is perfect because reading that book and just learning about that shit, no one gives a fuck about any of that. Maybe some people, but. Th- People want to hear stories. Like, they want to hear the life. Yeah. They want to hear fucking Blackberry almost, like, stealing me away. Yeah, because it, that's entertainment. And what is music? No it's the life. entertainment industry, bro. Uh, like, I forget exactly what band it was, but I told them straight out during the podcast uh, because they asked about 
why we started doing it. I told him, dude, a lot of people do interviews with bands, and it's always the same, same fucking shit. questions. How long have you been doing it? What's your new album coming out? This is that. I'm like, no. What's people, your latest single that you're going to drop? Yeah. Which, at the same time, it, don't good. get us wrong. We want to know important. We want right. to know that shit, it too. Is, but it, it'll come but organically. It, but at the same time, it's like, we want people to be able to hear... Who the person is. Yeah. Yeah. Because why the fuck not? Why? The, per, the person Let behind like the I'm artist. The person, person behind the band. Yeah, yeah dude. dude. And it, like the, Listen to any of our past episodes. It's never been... A traditional interview. It's always no. been like fucking the best one that I can come back to. The interview with fucking Marrow. It started off. Marrow. Oh, <laughs> what are you guys doing right now? Oh, that show was fucking cool. What the fuck is a cumlet? <laughs> dude, for reals. And what's crazy is like, hey, what is that? <laughs> I st- <laughs> I started doing this shit with him, and I was one of those types of people that didn't like slam hardcore. Like, I felt like it was bringing back too many properties from 90s hardcore Mm -hmm. that just didn't really sit well with me Mm -hmm. because it was just repetitive. Mm. But Marrow, in a way, was one of those fucking bands that was like, oh, we're just not, we're not only just this. We're combining uh, essentially just, in a way, just different methods of music making as well as genres to create what we want to create. And they did it in such a fucking way, dude, where I hear it and I'm just like, I want to pinpoint it to what band they fucking sound like, but there's really nothing that... Like, I could be like, oh, they're kind of like Knock Loose. Oh, they're kind of like The Warriors. Oh, they're kind of like... You know, they're kind of like Incendiary. And I could keep fucking going on, but like... the. They're different. They're, it's not the same, My dude. And it's shit, so fucking good. The, the, the thing that fucking got me and was that, because we didn't do it the traditional way. Is we ended up finding out the singer for Marrow. I was actually what was he involved with? Uh, like helping out with kids with disabilities, right? Yeah. And it's like you would never fucking hear that on anything else. No. Yep. They just be like, "What's your music? What yeah, genre? You what are you doing?" Know. This and he came out and fucking said that and we're like that's fucking awesome and it was a lot better for me um, as an experience because I have a kid with fucking autism Yeah. so when I heard that shit I'm like fuck yeah there's someone that's actually out there supporting that shit right that's trying to ha- make trying the to world help. better that, that like also help. understands that can empathize and understand yeah, yeah because they're, they're dude they, if, he, if they gotten on to any other fucking interview I, I don't know if they have were they ever going to be asked know? about that? Right. Were they ever going to say that shit? No, because I, I've, it's funny, and I don't want to toot my own horn or toot our own horn, but like uh, when we have certain bands that have had interviews with other people beforehand, uh-huh. I'll check those interviews out. Okay, smart. And honestly, research. it's the same shit. Yeah, it's 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 exactly what You're I don't want to do. About, yeah, and it, it's it it's the same generic platform. Yeah. Uh, and what always turned me off about that shit is I, I grew up, I, I mean, fuck, dude, surrounded by music. I, I, I love music. And uh, what's funny is like my cousin, uh, my cousin Mari, she fucking was infatuated by American uh, pop. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's a uh, typical fucking uh, Mexican chick. She's like, ah, 
pinche gordo, encuéntrate un pinche bosque y piérdate. Like, oh, she's like shit. one of those she's types. She's a fresa. Yeah, she's a fucking fresa for sure, dude. So she, she loved that pop culture. And I would sit there just like, son of a bitch. And it was just always fucking uh, TRL all fucking day. Fucking, it was just the same bullshit. And Carson Daly did a phenomenal fucking job, but the man's literally repeated the same fucking line every fucking day over and fucking over and fucking over again to the point where I'm just like, all right, Carson's about to ask him what their new single is. Okay, new single, tight. He's about to ask him what music video is about to drop. Okay, tight. They're about to show that music video. Okay, tight. You know what's the fucking most interesting part about this shit right now is like just how your both of your brains work. Because like my brain don't ask those questions. Just see patterns like that. My shit's just like I hear a sound and I'm like, I need to fucking do some shit, you know? And it's like it's fucking cool how everyone's brain like receives the same piece of information and just processes it differently. And that trips me the fuck out. And it's beautiful, you know, like beautiful oh, minds. Oh, definitely. Because it's in, in a way, like there's analytical people. There's mm-hmm. people that are just beaming creativity. There's people that are just just dead weight to society. <laughs> it's but not we need fault. those people. We, so. It's not their fault. We, need, we still need those people. The cogs. <laughs> the, the, we but, need it. The pyramid exists. <laughs> exactly. But it, it's, it's, it's just, fuck, dude. Like, I saw that pattern growing up, That's and I didn't want to fucking do that. I, dude, honestly, I, it was fucking hard, because I, I pitched the idea to him. I had already did the very first episode for the venue, and I was talking to him. I'm like, do you want to come in on this? I know you have a lot of... Uh, experience and background with music and shit. Yeah. And he yeah. he was iffy about it. And then he fucking heard what the fuck I was doing with that very first episode. He yeah. was like, let me try it out. Let's try it, yeah. Because it was a no Carson Daly shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and we kept that shit fucking raw. Yeah. There, there was, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name, but he was uh, the host from Teleji. This dude... He's the one that inspired me that for that type of platform because he was the type of person like ah ya sé que todo en entrevistas siempre les preguntan las mismas cosas hoy yo no quiero saber esas cosas yo quiero saber qué es lo que te da ritmo a tu música yeah. qué es lo que te da ánimo and, and you know just wanting to know them what the fuck gives them their fucking uh, uh, the, the, what gives them the rhythm to keep doing this shit? What gives them the 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 inspiration to keep doing it? And it's not the typical fucking questions. And usually, he would ask those questions after they do some goofy shit. Right. And in the my favorite it, interviews were during uh, the World Cup uh, 2006 because they were constantly on El Campo. And in, uh, uh, fuck, they're from Monterrey. So in Monterrey, they have those big, like, campos, but they're, like, enclosed. So they have, like, the, it's, like, indoor, but it's outdoor. Mm. So they, they would be on those fields, and then, you know, they'd have the bands compete against the Teleheat squad, and they'd fucking play. And they just, you know, it, it was fun. It was goofy. It was different. 
I'm like, oh, mira, you know, it's fucking uh, yeah. garbage, and they're fucking, they're they're playing fucking yeah. soccer yeah, in Mexico. That's time. crazy, dude. Yeah. And it, it, dude, just seeing like American bands and bands from like the UK, uh, just being interviewed by someone that was so, just in a way, different from what they were yeah. used to, it, and you would see it, especially in their face, like. This, is different. this isn't what I was expecting. Yeah, I had a, this, I had a, yeah, I had a fucking script, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it literally it made them go off their in brain script that they had it already developed. Them. Yeah, dude. exactly. And then that's for me. That was my fucking inspiration because it. That's a beautiful story. There, there's <laughs> no way in hell that we should expect the same thing out of everybody. Nah. Where it, and and what I mean by that is like it. it this is a podcast. There's a million fucking podcasts out there. Yeah. But the thing is, what separates us from other music podcasts is the way we approach things, the way that we decide to essentially uh, showcase our artists and showcase uh, the, the, the what everyone's been developing or in a way, like I said earlier, like we, we're still going to ask the fundamental questions. What's yeah. your new single? Uh, what's what? What have you been working on recently? Yeah. Uh, you but, know, if you have a music video that's coming out, we're still going to ask that. The, but the only the same difference time, is the reason we ask is because we're actually interested. Right. Genuine. Yes. Genuine. <laughs> it's not just like let me get through this list, blah blah blah, and on to the next. Yeah. yeah. Because and th- this is we try what, to take uh, as much time as we can, which is fucking learning great. fucking yeah. everyone. Shit. This is the second time we have you on. Look at how far we're going on the fucking episode, dude. It's interesting because we're fucking talking to you. Topics, it's bro. not, it's not. You're a musician. Now just tell us about all the music shit. No, yeah. it's like fuck. You're a good talk. Yep. Yeah, the fuck. Let's chat it up, dude. <laughs> just yeah, dude. bros in a room, like talking ghetto philosophy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but let's also prepare uh, for our music. Oh, yeah, the light yeah, of the yeah. day. Yeah. That's fucking huge. I've been fucking waiting for it. You've been giving us little fucking samples and shit, yeah, teasing dude. us. And I'm kind of mad because you haven't done shit. <laughs> play it. <laughs> dude, let's play it. Oh, shit. Do I do it now? Oh, the fourth one. Give a little test real quick. With uh, your mic? Uh, test one, two. Oh, this one right here? Yeah. Check. Oh, check one, two. What's that interesting sound? Oh. <laughs> this, this is, is like, like a, a, like I said, non-genre shit. Uh, your mic input, your gain. Oh, What's it at? Too high. Let me put no, it it's down low. Right oh, it's a little low. Hello. 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 There you go. Hello. Yeah, because the music comes in hot. Your heart. Your eyes bleed. Every time we talk, you kiss me. And leave me for a fall. Don't tell me how to live my life at all. To live my life at all. Letting go. Danger, danger, 
like some calico shit I've been working on, you know. Um, so that was just a test run. That wasn't the actual oh yeah, shit. That was a little <laughs> test run. I got another one, actually. That was just a little fucking teaser. Uh, let's see here. This one's kind of cute. This one's cute. <laughs> <laughs> this one's cute here. Check, check one, two. Yeah, this, this is, is a whole. So, is this going to be your actual playthrough? Playthrough? Yeah. All right, name the song. All right, so, uh, this is. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hello, hello, hello. This is. This is. This is. Take us down. This is the world that we all live in. I am the voice. This is. Okay, so this song's Don't Play Me, and it's a Jules Calico song. All right. Um, it's not finished, but you get the idea. I'll tease it out. Let's tease it. I'm working on a full-length album. I got, like, 20 songs. But I'll probably be fun. Yeah. All right. The song is called Don't Play Me. wave like goth shit like i've always loved it and uh i was doing videos for like uh this guy applesy the dj does like dance and macabre so he's cool you know and i fucking love that shit and i was like cool so then i was like yo like i always love bass lines and fucking the drums and stuff and so was born this project called seance which is it was born today there's a little 
yeah. <laughs> Me and, and the guy who showed up earlier, that's our shit right now. Um, but this is what it sounds like, you know. It's it's rough, but we're gonna be doing shit. background yeah it was, it was i was just like i'm gonna do a little quick like sloppy video thing because it was literally like as we were gonna come i was like let me just fucking do it you know um but yeah that's gonna be cool it's low key it's cool but the bread and butter of the night right here is the after party man <laughs> we gotta hear it that's what excite me um it's being released as a single uh this in the next two weeks in june awesome. it's gonna be up uh, people have been gracious enough to be buying stickers and shit and posters. Love um, the fucking stickers, dude. Dude, thank you. It was done by a Malaysian artist, and that's an actual picture of my dog. And then uh, a little Easter egg, the font. It, I told them to kind of tailor it after the Sour Monkey beer the font. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, that fucking <laughs> beer has like taken me on some adventures, you know. Ruined my life for a bit, but I came right back. Uh, yeah, and the third eye thing is just touching on the spirituality that I'm really trying to be in tune with. It's always learning. But um, yeah, this song right now, it has uh, just like electronic drums. When it comes out on the album, aside from the single, it's going to have our drummer, Jose's... Um, live drum. Live drum, yeah. And then we have Eden now, which is doing like guitar, second guitar, solo shit. Oh, um, but yeah, let me fucking play it, you know. I'll play the whole thing. Yeah, 
<laughs> that was fucking awesome. <laughs> I was loving that shit. I thought I was going to keep going, too. I'm like, go, go, go. <laughs> Dude, that gap could definitely use some, like, of Eden's and the band's magic, you know, some nice-ass drumming and all that. But, you know, for now, it's it's still dope. I think it's a banger. It is. And it, it's really fucking catchy. Yeah, it, and that's all I write is, like, I try and write really catchy shit for this band. But it's also because it's it's from the heart. Like, my process is, like, I go into these trances, like, shamanistic, like, weird shit. Like, like you said earlier, like, you don't even know how the fuck you wrote it. But it just came out, and you wake up in the morning, and you're like, what the fuck happened last night? But this is now in reality, and, like, it came out of fucking, like, some spiritual world, you know? But, yeah, dude, it's it's fucking love, you know? <laughs> dude, it's fucking great. <laughs> I, it, 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 the best way I can describe it, it's the summer vibes. Dude, it's I'm ready for the fucking right? pandemic to not exist no, anymore no, type no, of no shit. Now I know what you meant by, like, surf rock kind of thing. Yeah, dude. You know, <laughs> fucking like, seltzer in hand. Seltzer fucking in hand. Vegan seltzer. Dude, check this out. <laughs> Vegan seltzer. One of the big homies, Christian Corona, and his girl. Not his girl, his homegirl, Jimena, gave this to me um, for my birthday. Check it out. <laughs> no fucking way, dude. Wait, they, they oh fuck! Wow, I'm about to steal that shit. <laughs> uh, they, a Mexican style blanket. Fucking, um, I was at the beach with uh, my homie Brandon, um, and we were like surfing, right? And it, the whole surf rock thing comes because I was just wearing that as a cape. It was cold. And then uh, these two girls are just, like, kind of eyeing it a bunch. And I was like, oh, shit. And then they, like, we're going to ask about it. And I have stickers. I'm like, here. Turns out they love fucking, like, surf rock. And, like, one of them's into spiritual shit. So we just, like, we make friends, you know? Like, it's fucking tight. And it's, like, the f- fact that the logo alone, like, people want it, you know? I-, I mean, from that experience alone, I was like, what the fuck? This is cool, you know? It just... The marketing aspect of it, the business side of it, like, is hidden. But the fact that, to me, I truly believe the music is fucking there, game fucking over. Like, I'm ready to run with this shit. And this is my baby, you know? Like, the fucking after-party baby. Like, let's fucking go. Let's play. Let's tour. Let's do it up. And you see you guys live. Oh, dude. It's gonna happen. First show's gonna happen here. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's been a while since we've had a backyard show. Fuck. How long? Well, for me, coming here at the backyard show, it's been a couple years. Oh, shit. So, uh, real quick, uh, I mean, you're no stranger to pulling a backyard show. So you just use your backyard as the best venue you can. And fuck, dude, uh, for a little bit, we were using the backyard just as a means of fucking partying. You know, we're like, what better way to party than have some fucking bands? Yeah, and we would have fucking indie bands show up. Our our, our buddy fucking uh, Andrew from Jade Moon, uh, the guys from fucking Los uh, Canejos fucking dude. It so many people came through. A here. lot, dude. Fucking Storm Coast. Uh, no shit. We also had a few hardcore bands come in here no and shit. there too, but for the most part, the the one of the bigger ones. Uh, that we had was a uh, 
the one where I had met him again. Uh, that night was a indie show, and uh, I see this dude in the backyard. I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck you doing here?" And he was like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, "This is my fucking house, it's guy." My house, and he was like, "Oh, oh shit, <laughs> for reals?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Fucking it it was fucking funny. It was a weird day, but uh You were having a show, we were having a film shoot. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Both sho- working. Yeah. Fucking he showed up recording and shit and uh they did their thing. But uh we had a music video shoot here as well. Oh shit. In the backyard. Uh you can if anyone wants to check that out, it's Party in Hell by Get on Fire. Party in Hell. I get on fire. Yeah, they, you can tell. It just <laughs> you can. Well, I mean, they, they they filmed in a barn. They also filmed in a backyard. Yeah. And you can tell which is which. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it it was it was an interesting fuck, dude. Honestly, a few years, like probably like a solid two years that we did this shit. Yeah. But we obviously spread it out so we wouldn't it, piss off the neighbors. <laughs> but uh, it, it in a way it brought me back to music. Yeah. And it made me want to go to shows more and everything, especially indie music. And I was just like, you know, fuck, honestly, you know, the girls that like indie music aren't so bad looking. I dig that shit. And, you know, (laughs) the music isn't so bad. I can fuck with this. And it... it, Evolution. You know, it progressed like that. And then eventually fucking that's where I met him again. And... You wouldn't do a podcast with me, and then fucking two years later, here we are. Damn, you're in a different space. <laughs> Trippy. I mean, it's like fuck, dude. Oh, dude, to think that the venue is two years old <laughs> is fucking weird. Yeah, and it's only that. How old. much have you done? And it's still and it's an it's a toddler. It's a, like a little. It, it, yeah, like, dude, it's still a toddler here. Yeah, like we, there's we so much work to be done. So the, the much shit that not necessarily got me mad, but kind of got me jealous, even though it. All fucking my podcast and shit, it started doing better than the main fucking podcast. <laughs> and I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so there's like analytics again. So. Yeah, we we okay. can see the analytics from nice, everything, nice, and nice. so I mean, shit, dude. It, it's we've had a a, uh, a fairly charmed fucking life with yeah. this goddamn little podcast, and yeah, had some heavy fucking hitters. Come so through. many fucking people, dude. And and that's the beauty is just humans, like the beauty that is humans and brains and like their creativity. And that's what trips me out about people. Like, fuck, you came up with that shit. How the fuck did you do that? But fucking I love it. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you make something so good? <laughs> Going back to fucking traditions. Literally, they were just a fucking ad that fucking came by. And I'm like, let me look at their shit. Wait, where are they from? Hey, you guys want to come on the podcast? <laughs> the, the shout out to the homie Zach Perez. He filmed uh, their video. Uh, dude, Zach's done a bunch of shit too. Yeah, yeah, but it it's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy how far this shit's gone. And yeah. you know, I I I love seeing how. I mean, th- this is the third time we've. He said second time. This is the third time we've had you here. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I was here with Sangre Films, which were also yeah. He was here with Eden. 
we're working. That's uh, right. Uh, yeah, That's was, when we were in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually still like producing a film and, and getting the ball rolling. Like we're having a meeting this Sunday, a mixer. But we got some great fucking people on the team. I've built the camera up with my homie Migs, who like graduated from film school. So it's all like getting legit more and more time oh, progress. Yeah. It's just even better resources and even better opportunity. So it's like fucking Pomona, dude. Fuck the pandemic. Like, let's come out dick swinging, bro. For fucking reals, dude. <laughs> For fucking Why real. Not? Yeah. Why, why why fucking not. That, that's our mentality. Fucking just come out as hard yeah. as we can. What's the worst thing that can happen? You're in the same place. Exactly. Ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I cry a little every night, but no. <laughs> Shit, no, I don't do that. Nothing <laughs> a little Jack Daniels can't fix. Yeah. <laughs> a little cacted Captain Jack. <laughs> fucking Travis Scott cacti cooler here. <laughs> that, that, that's why. spiked seltzer water. <laughs> yeah. 7%? 7 fucking percent. But shit, I see you yawning. Dude, I'm yawning. <laughs> Yeah, we're 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 uh, we're creeping towards the end of the. When you pulled up, he already pulled up like two minutes before. Oh shit! From work. <laughs> That's why you were still like zombied out. You're like, fuck! I was just in traffic. And they're and they're watching fucking zombie movie. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that thing looks cool though. So it's, dude. Honestly, fuck. Thank you so much for coming, dude. Thank you for having me. No worries, dude. No yeah, worries. But it's it, fucking it, great. I can't wait to see. Uh, <sighs> Once everything is assembled, uh, because once everything is assembled, like we said, uh, like we we're telling you earlier, what the what our plans are f- for this PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people don't know this yet, but uh, I got a second podcast PC that's meant specifically only for the podcast, nothing else. Uh, and the PC that I had before is we're going to be using for recording music. Uh, not just music for us, but also for recording uh, full, pretty much full bands. No shit. The the plan is is, is to essentially venue. Yeah, Bro. to to essentially <laughs> make this so that not only are we gonna do the interview, yeah. not only are we gonna showcase your music on this episode, mm-hmm. but we also want to record a live performance. Something that we can show on YouTube for everybody to watch. Yeah. So that everybody everybody can go from Some visuals. Exactly. So yeah. everyone can go from oh I just listened to this, but they also put this out. And it's like going from I listened to this on my way from to work and then back from work to let me spend my evening fucking watching and hearing this shit. For real. Next level, dude. Dude, and it's uh, it's gonna be kind of fun. Uh, we're gonna have <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. So New the challenges pl- the, as we have spoken. The plan is is to pretty much have an in-house drum kit, uh, in-house amps. Whoa. So if you know you guys, uh, obviously it's guitar. Not like show up and fucking play. Yeah, like pretty play. much. Yeah, yeah. Bring Just your guitar. Up. Bring your amp. And then you're good to go. Bring your drummer. Bring yourself. That's fucking cool. Dude. Uh, and showcase your fucking thing, and yeah. you know, do your thing. Show us what you got, and. That way, everyone gets a taste of not only pre-recorded music, yeah. but what you guys are like live. Yeah. Because, in, fuck, dude, what I love about music is the varying degree 
of live performances because there's in some cases atrocious, atrocious <laughs> where the band sounds nowhere fucking near yeah. what the fuck they sound yeah. like recorded <laughs> versus spec fucking like it it's, it's its own version on its own to the point where it eventually makes its way into being uploaded as a live version and that's how fucking beautiful it is you know like, <sighs> well, there's some shit that I'm going to talk about after the fucking Fuck. podcast because I don't want to put it out there yet it's walking in secrets no that's good though you keep your cards close until so, execute. Oh, a lot of plans, a lot of growth and uh, that I excitement mean, that, dude I'm excited for you guys I'm just like fuck yeah I'm gonna watch that shit. Just know you're gonna be involved in this little conversation. Oh, well, if there, yeah. if there's one thing uh, I hope anyone took from this episode, uh, not only are we fucking back, boy, but I hope you guys also took the message of growth. Uh, don't be too comfortable in your fucking position. <laughs> you know, go burn your feet a little bit. Go fucking roast your ass a little bit. Go, go fucking your knee. Go skin your knee. Go get a scab, dude. Fucking yeah. just pick at it. Yeah, pick it. <laughs> Be a man. Uh, <laughs> I love those. Dude, it just, you know, honestly, man, just fuck. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, we fucking you love you guys because honestly, yeah. without uh, the listeners, we wouldn't be doing this shit. And In the words of also without one wise man, Manny has said before to me, I appreciate you. I appreciate <laughs> you. I appreciate y'all. But thank you guys for listening. You. If you guys want to check us out, uh, on our personal pages, obviously, I'm Manny, Manny is Baking, Chris, Chris the Podman. You can follow the network at Double the Trouble Network. You can follow the after party at Duh After Party, D U H After Party mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yes. Uh, go follow them. There's going to be a lot of music coming out soon. I got to do a selfish plug right now. Uh, what? If you guys want to help support us and help us get better equipment and shit, you yes, can cash app us at DTT Pod Network. Oh, yeah. Don't forget the little money sign thing in front of yeah. DTT Pod yeah, that's Network. that's right. I yeah. forgot about that. Do that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you, you can also go follow the man's behind the <laughs> after party, Ivan, at OG.Dasani on Instagram, or you can follow him at Jules Calico as oh, well. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to oh, follow yeah, listen us. Listen to all his um, old stuff, too. Uh, 10 years yeah dude it's it's like real heartbreak shit you know <laughs> but like it was the shit that got me into being like i'm gonna just start doing this shit after work you know dude and you you have so much range <laughs> so much Yo, fucking range and that dude that, this is what i mean about pomona <laughs> pomona pomona not just pomona hardcore but pomona <laughs> has so many musicians with varying talents Mm -hmm. and you know some of them don't use their talents to their fullest others like yourself yeah you're you're using every bit of your extremity to what the fuck you can i'm on a mission dude i'll 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 give you i love it bro it's um i studied with intent i studied finance i studied business and kept the music in mind um because I'm yeah, I'm grooming myself to be a C level a CEO for like a music company one day and I want to be in the shit I'm going to be an artist I'm going to take it as far as I can but I'm everything I'm doing is to be groomed into a role like that creativity like broad range having knowledge and expertise and it's like fuck I came out of shit like I came out of Pomona 
Never thought I could make it this far, but I'm trying it, and, and I'm fucking going to do it. Dude. And I feel like that's why we accentuate so much talent yeah. because of where we're from. Yeah, dude. Uh, Pomona isn't the greatest fucking place, dude. Nah, dude. Like, we, we talk it up because Those of the music scene, but, but fuck. <laughs> there's so much real shit going on yeah, around us. Always. And I feel like that's why we fucking make the music that we do, because we know that at any fucking moment, that's your fucking last. Yeah, dude. And it, it can be from anything, dude. It, it not only shots that, but yeah. fucking some dumb shit not paying attention. Fucking, Even, you know, like... Oh, man, I, I, I hate to say it, but like uh, even just from like the police presence sometimes in the city is like it's a little harassing, you know, it's like, yep. fuck, like I go to another city that's a little more affluent. I don't need to fucking worry about that. But it's like, dude, like vultures, bro. Like dude. here, like I'm like, bro, I'm just driving. Like, why are you following me? And why are you pulling me over? Like, fuck, dude, man. Like dude, I ain't for fucking reals. And it, you're not maybe wrong. it's just me because I look weird. But I'm just like, fuck, like I go to fucking Brea or like Huntington. I was like, I don't worry about shit like that because they're not fucking doing that. Yeah, You're not wrong. And it, we we see it very clearly because we go to the valley all the fucking time. We go to affluent areas yeah. to drop off blood to their higher end right. fucking hospitals. Right. But we also go to the ghetto. Yeah, dude. Dude, I've been followed in Downey numerous fucking times just because I have a slight little bit of tint. Yeah, dude. And wow. because I'm wearing a fucking backwards hat because I need to keep my fucking hair out of my face. And I got my windows slightly down just so I can see eye level so I don't <laughs> miss the fucking street sign because I'm blind as shit. Yeah, I don't and know. And it, it, dude, and it. Fuck, man. Like, yeah. the, I don't know what it is about the lack of training or if it's just lack of training yeah, and the know. amount of hours these mans put in to go to work. It, well, it, and I kind of try and empathize or I'm like, maybe it's just like PTSD or it's the stress, you know, it's the yeah. fucking stress. But it's also the stress on the on the citizen as well. Because like right now, dude, like I'm thinking about like, all right, I'm going to drive home. I already got to fix the ticket for not having a front plate because it had fallen off and I just so happened to not put it on for a day and I got fucked, right? Yeah. So then I'm like, what am I going to get pulled over for tonight? You know, like, I hope I don't, but I might. It's fucking <laughs> three in the morning and they're just going to be like, what the fuck is that car doing out? And it's like, bro, I'm just trying to get home, man. Dude, like, dead ass. And it, it, <laughs> it's fucked up, but that's that's how it is and... It'll get better though. Yeah. It's getting better. Um, I'm hoping. Peace and love to all. And like, you know, fuck. <laughs> what better way to end this? Yeah. <laughs> Lead with love. That's the big motto. It's a struggle, but you can do it. All right, guys. With that being said, take care. Best wishes. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>